Welcome. I am so glad that you have decided to join the Healing and Hashtag podcast. This is a place where we will have soul conversations and inspire soul talk to begin our soul's journey. I am your host, Marcia, your wounded healer and beat down sister who knows all too well the need for soul care, soul rest, soul mending, and soul healing. Healing in Hashtags is not just a place for soul safety. It is where we will write, rewrite, and revise the stories we tell ourselves. We call in all hearts, all people, all hurt, all brokenness, grief, and all struggles. Healing in Hashtags is my, our, and your soul intention and soul inspiration to reclaim that which is rightfully yours. Welcome to healing and hashtags where your soul gets to speak up because it has something to say. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you are listening to this podcast, I just want to say thank you for joining healing and hashtags. It's your girl Marcia here. And, you know, I don't know what your week or your weeks have been like, but mine Let me tell you, it's been rough. I've had some things that I participated in, and one was a conversation about scars. I was sitting in a room with people, and this individual shared his story about his scars. And it made me think about all the scars that we have. It made me think about my very own scars. It took me back to October 23rd, 2005, and I was pregnant with my youngest son, and I had been rushed to the hospital. He was in distress. I was too early to give birth. I was only 28 weeks pregnant, so it was too early, y'all. And the doctors did everything that they can to try to keep him inside rather than him making an arrival outside. Unfortunately, he went into distress and they had to do an emergency C-section. And I have an old school doctor. And, you know, people were getting those fancy bikini cuts, but I got the straight up and down cut that goes from the navel all the way down. And for years, I've looked in the mirror at that scar and I looked at the effects from the scar because I used to be a size eight before I had him and I've doubled in that size. I'm a 16 now. And I look at that scar and I look at all of the things that occurred afterwards. And I would say, man, I wish I could get rid of that. How do I do it? How do I get rid of this little pouch that comes with your muscles being cut your stomach muscles. How do I take the steps to get back to a pleasing look? How do I do that? Because I just didn't like what I saw. I celebrated that I didn't have any stretch marks, but I didn't like everything else. And it wasn't until that conversation that I was reminded that my scar is not just a scar. It's a story. It's a beauty mark. You heard me say earlier that my son 
was in distress. My son was born one pound, 15 ounces. He had to be rushed to the NICU where he was put on monitors and all different types of machines. I hadn't realized that that scar reminded me that I could carry both life and death in my womb. And my son was at the brink of death. It reminded me that there are threats inside of my womb. And sometimes those threats can only be met with cutting you open to give you life. And as a result of the cuts, there are scars. I also was reminded of those of us who may not have a scar on our stomach due to some surgical procedure or a scar from an injury that we've had. No, some of us have lacerated hearts. Some of us have mental scars. Some of us have scars from deep breakups, abuse, disappointment, rejection, brokenness, shame, and guilt. And those are some deep scars, y'all. Matter of fact, some of them are still open wounds. And I thought about my own life because I'm not exempt from that. I've gone through trauma so bad that it shocked every sense in my body. I've trusted people and I've had so many broken promises as a result of that trust. I was rejected from the womb, rejected growing up. I I experienced colorism at a very young age where another third grader She was a black girl and I'm a fair-skinned black girl and she kept calling me a hunky. I didn't know what she was talking about. I didn't even know what that word meant. I only knew it stung. And life continues to go on. And we never really pay attention to those scars or those wounds that are still opened Because it shows up in our life in so many different ways. It shows up like fear and apprehension. Because we have an opportunity to do something. But we're reminded of the old scar and or the the wound. And we don't really attribute what we're going through and what we're feeling to parts of those wounds that are still open. Yeah, it was like that for me. I had some really hurtful things happen. And it stopped me. It paralyzed me. And I didn't know why. I couldn't put words to what I was feeling. I just knew that that trauma was having some telltale signs in my life. And I just didn't know how to respond to them. I didn't know how to react. It wasn't later until I started doing trauma work myself and taking trauma trainings and going through somatic trainings that I could understand what my body was saying, what my body was feeling, what triggered me, what caused me to get up and walk away, what caused me to go back into my shell. It was so many responses. 
And those responses sometimes just aren't comfortable. But I wanted to say to you this morning, because I want us to look at our scars in a whole different way. Rejection is something that hurts really bad. But rejection is also something that we can use for our good. We can reject the old pain and people who remind us of it. We do have to reject some things and sometimes that rejection is just simply no. It's all about how we describe the word that determines whether or not we want to acknowledge the word in a way that can help us or we want to acknowledge the word in a way that can harm us. I've always been in that acknowledging it harmful place because that was my default. Have you ever been told no so much that subconsciously you tell yourself no? That when your greatness and your genius shows up, that you only go so far? Because when the bigger things begin to show up and require more of you, your lack of confidence is telling you no. Your old rejections and your old pain is telling you no. And so you stand there stagnant. Your heart is ready to make a move, but it's also racing. Your mind is ready to make a move, but it's also debilitating you in your steps. Because we invite the old conversation in rather than having a new conversation with ourselves. So I want you to start looking at your scars of yesterday. And even a few of your scars today. Because we can be healing at the same time that we're building. Building up our confidence. Building up our hope. Building up our faith. Building up our trust. Building up our assurances within ourselves. Building up the new house that we are going to live in. Because some people want to find you at your old residence and your old residence was shame and guilt, dishonoring your own self and so many other things. But when you begin to build, you're building a new house and then you get to move into that residence and you're starting to heal when you're moving there. Yep, I hear you, Marcia girl. Sometimes you go back to that old residence. I know, right? I do too. But do you go as a visitor or do you go as someone who's going to try and occupy that old place all over again? Do you make it your residence or do you just clearly understand that sometimes you do go back? But you can have a conversation and encourage yourself or have a support system who can encourage you. You can give that visit an expiration date. Just like you go to somebody else's house and you're like, well, I'm only going to stay for a couple hours and then I'm leaving. Why can't we do that with ourselves? Why can't we say, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling the anger. I'm feeling the hurt. The tears are welling up. But I'm only going to stay here long enough to acknowledge and go through the feelings. I'll stay here long enough to write what I'm feeling and to go through what I need to go through because I'm just a visitor here. I'm not a squatter. I'm not going to make this place my home. 
I'm giving you an expiration date. When we began to do that and we began to have different conversations with ourselves, slowly but surely, little paper cuts heal. Open wounds heal. And you know how they heal? We give them air. Wounds need air. Doesn't mean you go and tell everybody your business. Nope, that's not what I'm telling you. You need to have a confidant. Somebody who's going to speak to your heart in such a way that it's giving and breathing life into it. That it makes you pause in your own senses and think about and reflect what they're saying. They're going to speak to you in love, deposit love. They're going to hold you up in love. They'll draw the sword for you when you can't draw it for yourself. Those are the people that you need on this journey. As you're recognizing your open wounds, as you're recognizing people who have cut open old wounds or old situations that have cut open old wounds, you're recognizing that there's something there that needs to be tended to and it needs to be mended. And you're not looking at it in a way that it's going to be something negative. You're going to look at the story inside of it. You're going to look at the victory attached to it. You're going to look at what did you learn? You're going to look at how it matured you. You're going to look at how it gave you opportunities to see people for who they are. And they became like your your antennas or your radar going up saying, warning, warning, warning. It becomes a place where you listen to your deepest desires and you no longer fear them, but you acknowledge that you have a desire. You have a desire to be healed. You have a desire to be heard. You have a desire to be seen. You have a desire to be loved. You have a desire to belong. You have a desire to see yourself fully. You have a desire to speak up and amplify your voice. Having a desire is there's nothing wrong with it, man. I thought it was, and it kept me hiding, hiding from myself, hiding from people, hiding from relationships, hiding from my own longings because I looked at things in a negative way. I I would always say, I don't want to be seen by people, but the truth is I did. I wanted to be seen. Who wants to be invisible? It's all in how you want to be seen. I want to be heard by people, but it's all in how you're being heard. I wasn't speaking to be haughty and high-minded and a know-it-all, and I wasn't doing that. But I did want to be heard because being heard is part of my visibility. Being heard is part of me knowing that I exist and that I have something to say. There was nothing wrong with those desires, but our old wounds, indoctrinations, beliefs, and how people have talked to us about us stifle us. So I give you an invitation today to just sit, scan your body, scan your heart. Do you have any scars? Are they internal or are they external? What are those scars attached to? What was happening in that moment 
Were you arguing and somebody said something so hurtful that it shut you down and shut you up? Did you have a child in distress like me and you had to have an emergency surgical procedure? Was it a matter of life and death for you that required you to have your body cut on? Was it just the rejection? And by me saying just, I don't mean that lightly. Was it rejection? Was it abandonment? Was it a hurtful divorce? Was it having a parent who was on drugs and excessively drinking? I've been there. All of those things place little scars on our hearts. And those scars speak loudly. And we repeat those stories over and over. Well, today... I hope you accept the invitation into a new thing. I hope you accept the invitation to scan yourself with grace, with kindness. You know, the same things that you give to everybody else, but it seems difficult to do it for you. Well, I invite you in to hashtag make your move. Make your move back to you. You can say today, hashtag, I am making my move. I'm making my move to be healed. I'm making my move for my aliveness and my joy. I'm making my move to change the stories of my scars. I'm making my move to see me, even if it's in little bitty pieces. I'm making my move for my own aliveness, joy, and liberation. I'm making my move because I want to live and not die. Make your move. Do what you have to do for you. We say a whole lot of yeses to everybody else, but I need you to make your move and say yes to yourself. So today's hashtag for the week is make your move. Or you can say hashtag, I am making my move. And take that step forward. Even if making your move is just getting up, get up. If it's crying, cry. You've heard me say it before. If it's laughing, laugh. If it's just wanting to be quiet, be quiet. Silence is a language. However you have to make your move, beloved, make it. I want you to know that I love you. And by the way, do me a favor. Go to our Facebook page, Healing and Hashtags. And just put on there, Marcia, hashtag, I am making my move. I like to just see who all is making a move with me through this soul journey. And our soul's aspirations to hear the delicious words that our soul has to say. Take care. Know that I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. But love me back. And hashtag, I am making my move.